0: Hi, this is Sam.
1: And this is Anuol.
0: And this is Murderous Intention. Hey, guys! Welcome back. Yes. <sighs> So, I don't want to hit you guys with anything gory. I'm not going to hit you with anything gory. Which I've been doing That's it so for funny. the past... I know. <laughs> the case I was originally going to do was very gory. And it was very like, oh, French Hanukins. Um, So, I was like, I don't want to do that. I, I, I want to do the case, but not right now. Um, I end up finding out, finding this case... That I'm gonna talk about, that we're gonna talk about today. Um, when I was just, I don't want to make it sound like I was just like bored and like blah, but I was, I was crocheting, and I needed, I needed background noise. Right, okay. and so I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll skim onto um, Amazon Prime videos, and I'll watch. I'll watch one of their documentaries, you know, if it's a good one, then I'll keep my eye on it and I'll, you know, see what's it about. Yeah. I don't know why I do this to myself. I seem to be lately clicking on some really good documentaries, which has me ending up either cursing at my TV, talking back to the people in there, like, having full-on conversation. Um, and it's it just like, why? You know? So that,
1: that makes a whole lot of sense, because I do the same thing. And I'm like, I don't know what, me and my wife were watching something, and supposedly something came up about this guy that committed a lot of crimes. Um, he killed his, I don't know if he killed his family, What I don't know what happened. And I'm like, and before my wife said it, like, oh, you should do that. I'm like, no, just no. If you, <laughs> if I go down all the cases that she wants me to do or wants us to do, mm-hmm. I can fill a book. Because every time she hears something or she sees something on Facebook, Instagram, or TV, she's like, guess yeah, should do it. I to do this case. Some of them are very interesting, by the way, but, you know, some yeah. of them are like, no, I can't have enough. I can't. Like no, you don't. Yeah.
0: You, well, yeah. What I what I like is about our our dynamic is that. Your, you have a more softer, um, aspect. While I tend to look for the ones that is like. Oh, what the French Sam? Like why? Why are you doing this? You know. Yeah. And I I. And no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's not that I like, the gory. You know, um, blood and guts and like yes. crazy stuff. It's just the fact of wanting to know what made that person want to do a crime that yeah. horrendous. Like, what was their not motive, but like, where in their brain did it say, "No, no, no, this is too much"? Like. Yeah when when was it like i can't do this no yeah. you know yeah and i mean i think as much as yours is like more gory
1: and all that mine's is more psychological mm-hmm. so i think it kind of fucks with you more because like oh my god all that blood oh my god and then you're like but damn he made me think like all this fucking shit like why how when did this person the calculations like, you know, like, yeah it's like yeah so,
0: yeah, yeah, but,
1: but yeah, I mean, it's weird because I don't seek those out,
0: yeah,
1: but I always find them true, you know. Uh, you
0: know. So, with this case, I do want to mm-hmm. give a very extreme, extreme warning. Uh-oh. So, if you're a person who cannot deal with hearing a case that is about um, suicide, especially in a youth. I can totally understand if you want to go somewhere else today and be in your safe zone. That's okay. We have other podcasts. I mean, we have other episodes that you can listen to or re-listen, you know, and avoid this one. I understand that. Um, Also, this also deals with um a rape of a minor so if you yeah. don't want to hear about that then clearly like i said previously go ahead get back into your safe bubble feel um clean yourself with the goodness that is of humanity um and we'll talk with you next episode you know yeah now for those of you who are like okay i'm intrigued now what the heck is going on you know, right. Right. I'm gonna start this now for you okay. So we're gonna talk about this young lady. Her name is Ritha Re- okay. Re- Re- It's it's Heather spelled backwards and um, Well her last name is Parson now she was born December 9th 1995 so at this point i was nine years old and i had just one day prior turned nine so i was like oh we're both sagittarius you know and from what i've heard in the documentary what i read in a lot of articles was that she was a very you know like she was a happy girl um when she was a baby she didn't she wasn't crying like she was more of that I want to know what's going on in the world. Like, ooh, ah. Yeah. You know? Intrigued yeah. to know. Um, and, like, she would help out at the S S C P A I think, or SACPA, whatever it's called. Um, It's the, the shelter for the rescue dogs.
1: Or ASPCA.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and so there was this pug there and i i'm I'm guessing she fell in love with it because she convinced her parents to adopt this rescue pug and okay. they still they still have the pug just to this day just uh, you know still so to this oh, day yeah. they okay. have the pug um but the fact that even the dad said it, it was like you know she was she was such in love with humanity doing humanitarian stuff she was such a sweet girl you know that she persuaded him to rescue this dog you know mm. yeah um so and like so what happened was um i'm going to get start getting down to the factors so like a lot of us kids um you go to, there's like five different elementary schools or how many, depending on the location. Um, Yeah. And there was, you know, so then when you go to junior high school, everybody merges into this one, um, well, no, she was 15. So everybody goes and emerges from, to one high school, right? That's all around the surrounding area. They go to that one high school. And so that's the case in this where, you know, she met people who she normally didn't have that long communication with as like, Mm -hmm. um, so now just to give you guys also a heads up, this occurred in Nova Scotia, um, yeah, Nova Scotia, Canada. So we're going to Canada. Okay. I know I'm a little upside down in this one because I was just like, no, what? Oh. So, um, the background is basically that in November, 2011, at the time she was 15 years old, she went to a friend's house, Right. One of the friends that she met in high school, not one of her friends that she had from junior and elementary, but just a friend that she met from the high school, um, where she was going to sleep over there, and then, you know, that's what the deal that, you know, her family... She told her family. So... But apparently, they decided to go over to another friend's house, and... Because there was a party there. So... In this party, she she ends up reporting later on that she was raped by four teenage boys. Oh. Yes. So how this occur? You might be saying, well, all the teenagers were drinking vodka, um, and it was a, it was a small little party, and she she's never drank before, so she was drinking straight up vodka, not vodka mixed with anything, you know just straight up vodka and that that can mess you up trust me i'm a grown-up and that thing messed me up where i was sick for a whole day i'm not gonna be ashamed of that because it taught me a lesson (laughs) you know but um so she was very intoxicated (laughs) to the point where you know it was at certain points she was vomiting um and she has she ended up having very little memory of what occurred the night. But she knew at one point she was with her head outside the window vomiting while a boy was raping her. Um, right. Now, this incident, Sadly. These dumbasses went and took a picture of it. And then they spread it through the school. And then the school, you know how it goes, they end up sending it to someone else. So it ended up spreading through the school to the town in a matter of three days.
1: So this is what, 2011?
0: Yeah, 2011.
1: So the beginning of social media, more or less?
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah. So afterwards, um, many in the school called called Parson, Parsons uh, derogatory names like slut and whatnot. Um, she even received text messages and Facebook messages from people requesting to have sex with her. Which, remember, like I said, she was only 15 years old. You know, and then the, they, I don't know why, but in the, doc, in the documents that I had gotten, they always called it the alleged rape, which I'm like, that's effed up, you know, because obviously you got a picture of her sticking her head out the window. Okay. And then someone behind her doing such and such act, there's no alleged, you can tell if your head sticking out the window, vomiting, you got no consent because you're not even focus on what the hell's going on. You know? That's some bullshit. Yeah. You have, you have picture proof that
1: there was a rape. are you calling it the alleged? I don't get that.
0: Yeah. So the thing is that the rape was not reported until several days later until Parson finally broke down and told her family, who then contacted an emergency health team and the police. So according to the RCMP, um, the report report that in March um t- 2013, so I'm gonna jump in a little bit ahead just so you guys know, um six boys, including some of Parsons' alleged rapists, had an argument with three other boys. One of the bo- one of the three boys who was a friend of Parson, was stabbed and treated. For a non-life-threatening injury, so just so you know, okay? Yeah. Um, it was just something that I found in the article there, so I was like, let me let me just insert this in here, just to yeah. kind of like give you guys a a hint of what the fudge. It's a very chaotic, very all string about kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So here's how the investigation went. So it took about a year following the rape for the RCMP to conclude an investigation stating that an investigation into an earlier sexual assault was completed and in consultation with the Crown there were, was insignificant evidence to lay charges. I get that look.
1: What the fuck you mean,
0: insufficient? What the... Oh, my God.
1: Okay.
0: So, my thing is, I feel like that picture should have been enough to say this is effing proof. She can't remember what What? happened majority of the day. You know, granted, she waited several days to finally go and say what happened. But, hello, she's a child. You know, it took her to finally break down... Um, and say what exactly happened <sighs> So according to the family to the family the boys were not questioned their phones were not reviewed For the photograph of the rape in the in progress instead The police called it. a He said she said case the fuck Mm -hmm. And also decided the photo was not criminal in spite of the fact that Parson is a minor and and the fact that she is a child 15 you're a child And you have a pornographic picture of her you're gonna say oh no nothing criminal here So because of that there was no arrest made for for the march 2013 incident stabbing incident as well so like they they took it as well there's nothing really here that we can do you know you're not dying so you're fine we don't need to press charges and i'm like a kid gets stabbed a kid gets raped and you're just like Let's go on vacation tea time. No dude. Wait, tea time is um British. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it's like what the fudge? Yeah, um, it's not it's French people have tea time as
1: well for um, so as, so as as much as I, I understand. oh, It's kind of like a European thing, not just a European, you know, like, not just worse. Well, I know, but just, I... A, <laughs> a person, <so.
0: laughs> yeah, I okay. know. Either way, I
1: understand what you mean.
0: So then on April 4th, 2013, sadly, she couldn't bear it anymore. She couldn't deal with the fact that she was being called names, being messaged, and she was even being messaged that she should go and kill herself.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah. So with all that in the mind of now 17, she she decided she was going to take her own life by hanging. And she did that in her house Um. in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, Canada. Um, it unfortunately it ended up bleeding. Uh, her parents were able to found her, took go- her off of the noose, um, and then they went and brought her to the hospital to try to save her. But she ended up being in a coma, and then the family, three days later, decided to switch her her life support machine off. So, April 7th, 2013 is when she passed away, like, officially passed away. Um, her death has been attributed to the online distribution of the photo of her gang rape because there was more than one person. Remember, it was um, three people Right. Um, that, you know, within that 17-month period, it built up to her saying, I had enough. There was um, a Facebook page set up in tribute to the Parsons' daughter. Um, actually, it was, three, it was four boys. So the mom says she blames the boys for the rape and, and releasing the images, which subsequently... Cons- cons- Constained of bullying and messaging and harassment and the failure for the Canadian justice system for her daughter's decision to commit suicide, which I don't disagree with her. I would blame them, too, because if they would have done something. Right. Her daughter would still be alive. 100%. You know. 100%. So in response to her suicide, Nova Scotia. Enacted a law on August twenty thirteen allowing victims to seek protection from cyberbullying and to sue the perpetrator. So even if there's no like charge being done, you can go ahead and sue them. Which I'm like, dude, if I'm looking for justice, why do I gotta do it in my own hands? Why can't you just
1: Tema. So instead of the police department doing their fucking jobs, they're like, well, if you believe somebody raped you, you can sue them. What the fuck kind of
0: justice is that? Exactly. Okay. I go read it. So, so following the suicide, the R- RCMP announced they were reviewing the case. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I kind of sometimes um, have a little giggle moment when it's just like, what the fudge, you guys? Like, what the fudge? Yeah. How, how do we not see this shit? And it's like, all you can do is like, if I, if I keep getting mad, I'm just going to burn inside. I'm going to laugh it sure. off because if not, pff, flames are going to come out my brains. Yeah. You know? Um, so like I said, so the arms... RCMP announced they were reviewing the case okay Mm -hmm. then on April 12th the RCMP announced the case was being reopened in light of new and credible information that they said did not come from the internet (laughs) yeah so then in September 2014 one of the boys by by this time they were 20, okay, pled guilty to a charge of making child pornography in relation to the photo of Parson. Citing the offender's age at the time of the crime and Canada's Youth Criminal Justice Act, the Crown had advised the judge that the only possible penalties in this case were either probation or... Or a conditional discharge. What? I hate I
1: hate these cases. It's aggravating the fuck out of me already.
0: So here in the US, if you be taking some child pornography pictures, your ass is going to jail. There's no ifs, buts, so or what, maybe. Repeat that. What is he getting for child pornography? Probation or what? Probation or conditional discharge. Which means you you face no penalties. So, in November 2014, the first defendant to plead guilty was sentenced to a conditional discharge with a 12-month probation. With a conditional discharge, his criminal record will not show a conviction. A conviction in the case unless he breaches the terms of his probation.
1: That's what the fucking problem with a conditional discharge is. If you don't do any more crimes, nobody will ever see this and you're good. Yep. Which is the fucking up. problem is with a conditional discharge.
0: Exactly. So then. Also in the same month of November 2014 the second person charged who at that point was 19 years old pled guilty to a charge of distributing child pornography in, relationship, in relation to the photo of himself and parson so this is the kid who's doing the deed well doing the rape cuz it's not the deed the deed is when both of y'all can consent and y'all like oh shit i don't want to say the word But this is not where she had any source of consent, you know. So he was sentenced on January 15th of 2015 to one year of probation and required to submit a sample to a DNA database. In an unusual move for a case involving minors convicted of a crime, the judge ruled that this conviction would be kept in his criminal record For a period of five years. So, this guy, this second guy, he has to keep his record on file for five years. But he still gets fucking probation. Which is like, dude, so you got one year probation and you got to give your DNA to a database. You have it way effing easier. What justice is that? There's no justice.
1: Because, compared to. I'm guessing why they do it is because instead of getting the conditional discharge where you're like, hey, if you're good, you, nobody will ever see it. Oh, no, we're keeping this on record for five years. For a fucking rapist. The fuck? This don't make no damn
0: sense.
1: I, I've, I've always thought that our criminal justice system kind of messes up. Yeah. Put
0: there. Put there. Yeah. So, on June 14, 2013, there's a 56-page report on Penny Milton and Deborah Pepler. Um, there are two education experts from Ontario were released. The Provin- provincial government of Darrow Dexter's um, requested the report, which is established, I mean, is it entitled External Review of the Halifax Regional School Board Support of Reti, I don't want to mess up her name because it's a pretty name, Um, Parson. So one conclusion of the report that was that Nova Scotia schools need to do a better job preventing harassment and sexual aggression. Significantly, the authors recommend an external review of the IWK Health Center, the Halifax Hospital, where she was a patient for five weeks after she had a breakdown and became suicidal. Canning said that Parson was stripped searched by two men. Now, listen to that. So, they're saying that she was stripped searched by two men, okay, while receiving treatment in 2012 in the IWK. While the IWK denies this allegation, they're like, no, that never happened. But it's like, dude, really? Okay.
1: I was muted because my granddaughter's leaving. Um, or left. Um, but anyway. So, two young... So excuse me. Two men searched this young lady when she was in the uh, hospital, I'm guessing?
0: Yeah, they strip searched her. Wait. She was in the hospital um, for five weeks uh-huh. after her final her breakdown from what occurred. And... Yep. When she became suicidal. But, like, why are two
1: men strip-searching her of all things?
0: And that's why the IWK is denying the allegation of that two men strip search of her. Course. Because they're, they they know course. that's not supposed to happen.
1: No. If, if anybody, if a, a young lady or woman, whatever, gets strip-searched, it's supposed to be women that strip search, and not a man.
0: Okay. So then the authors of um, also met with um, 111 people, including school board staff, the ministerial staff, the school staff, youth, police, healthcare workers, and others. And the authors received more than 150 submissions from the general public. But curiously, failed to interview Parsons' friends and family, like her friends, her teachers, like people who actually knew who she was. And among the thirteen recommendations made by the by the authors were, so it's like, what the fudge, like that don't make no sense either. No, it's like, what is going on? Um, by the author were involved involving young people in adversary roles um, ensuring that students help develop policies that affect them so okay so I see what they're trying to do what they were trying to do was have it where um, instead of it being I guess they were trying to have it where they get people's opinions on ways to help prevent um, these this issue but they never asked any of, you know, her friends and family and her teachers, you know, who had to not live with what she went through, but kind of like... How do I put it? Like, see her go through it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah.
1: That, that don't make no sense either. Like, why are you asking the general public instead of people um, that...
0: Because they were...
1: Why she went
0: through? They were trying to... Milton and Pepler are the authors. And they were trying to okay. go and make basically a report on what the external views of that Hollix Regional School Board. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be in support to Parson to and what happened to her. But instead, like they asked everybody that they needed to ask, but... They didn't ask the ones who are the closest who knew her, you know, which is like, dude, if you're going to go and do like a little inquiry and make a uh, a report on something, always yeah. ask the people that are closest, you know, those who yeah, so know her. I mean, right,
1: exactly. So that doesn't help Parsons at all. No. Because you're asking the general public, which, okay, you may get some good feedback. But if you're trying to help Parsons, why wouldn't you ask the people that are closest to her that know exactly what she went through on a day-in and day-out basis? So the report don't make no damn sense and it's baseless, in my opinion. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so like I said, among the 13 recommendations made by the, uh, Milton and Pe- Pepler um, were involving the young people in a... In advisory roles, um, ensuring that students help develop policies that affect them, clarifying the process for transferring um, student, for transferring students between schools, engaging parents, removing barriers between government bodies that sever, serve students and their families stronger, anti-bullying and anti-sexual aggression policies in schools. Restoring justice to help students learn from their mistakes. Um, that's a big mistake. When you do something like that, I think that that's a big mistake. That's not right. You know, I don't I don't call it mistake. Spilling milk, that's a mistake. Right. Accidentally. You know. Throwing a book out the window. Just to see how far the distance, you know, how gravity pulls and it hits somebody on the head because they decided to, you know, walk out the building. That's an accident because you're just trying to see a scientific experiment. That's an accident. But when you are legit knowing that the girl is past the vomiting out the window because she's that drunk and intoxicated and you're penetrating her, you know, and then decide, hey, I'm going to be a dumbass and let me take a picture of this. That's not a mistake. You full no. blue on knew what the hell you were doing. No,
1: yeah, one hundred percent.
0: So yeah, more young people in the government advise advisory roles, better school engagement with with parents, a curriculum that includes intellectual, ethical, social, social emotional, and physical development for all students. Schools should ensure harassment allegations are thorough and thoroughly investigated and perpetrators are punished. So they're basically saying, well, you know what? We want the, you know, where we get someone who understands what the heck is going on, who will go ahead. And when there's an allegation made, whether whatever it is, it's going to be investigated fully. And the ones who did it get punished. And I just slapped on the hand and say, "Don't do that no more," you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the report, the report traced Parson's history through the school system. She was transferred from Cole Harbour District High School to Dartmouth High School to Prince Prince Andrew High School to Saital. High school, um, it recommended that the Hallecks Regional School Board clarify the transfer approval process between schools in order to stamp out any inconsistencies between policy what? and pra- practices. School boards need to share more information when kids transfer schools, as Parson did to escape the harassment. So she left the Coal Harbor where this whole shenanigan began, went to three different high schools in hopes to escape what was going on. The school district, the school board, agreed and approved her transfers. But yeah, you're not, you're going to tell me you can approve these transfers and not say, wait, why are you wanting to transfer? What is the reason why you're wanting to transfer from school to school to school to school to school? And if they did know about it, why are we like, not saying, wait, we need to stop this. If the school's not going to stop this, we need to get involved and stop this. Because at the end of the day, it all comes back down to this board. Right what? or wrong? No. This is why sometimes it's scary, and this is why at, po- at certain points in my life I always thought about like homeschooling my kids so that way this kind of shenanigans mm-hmm. never happen. But yeah. trying yeah, to train they- three kids is uh, crazy. Yeah, I mean,
1: homeschooling as much as a, as a great alternative is, it it takes away uh, from them a lot to social sure, you know social skills and stuff like that. Um, but then the alternative is, crap like this happens. You yeah. Know? Um, I'm, anyway, I'm gonna, gonna let you continue.
0: If that I'm not sure if you're, you were done. Oh no, we got a long way. <laughs> um, so. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: So with her trying to escape the harassment prior to her, her deciding to end her life, the school to mm. which she transferred. Transferred, received no information about these events. So when she would go to another school, they weren't told, oh, why she's transferring. They would just say, okay, she's transferring. Here's her information, like her school records and all like that. But not of why she transferred, you know. And they didn't and did not get to know her well. So. The school didn't know why she was transferred to them at that point, and they didn't even go and say, "You know what? Let's 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 go to her and find out what's going on. Let's send her to the guidance counselor so where the guidance counselor can sit down with her and find out what's going on that she's being transferred mid whatever mid school years, and let's go ahead and find out what is going on. What's the deal? Sure. You know, yeah. um." So, then, um, with her case, it also prompted an external inquiry into the conduct of the Crown Prosecutor's Office. So, that's, like, for what we call the DA's office. Okay. This inquiry, which was requested by the Dexter government in August 2013 and released on October 8th, 2015, during the government of Stephen, well, Stephen McNeil was performed by Murray Sagal, a former chief prosecutor in Ontario. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. I have a heater right in front of my face and it just dried up my throat right there. Oh, oh wow. Um, and it's like, wow. So somebody from Ontario had to go to Nova Scotia and do investigation on this. Like, really? So the report was delayed until legal proceedings involving two men charged in child pornography offenses in the case concluded. So they had to wait until um, the two first ones... That got charged, their criminal, their cases were, you know, sentenced, they got their charges, blah, 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 blah. Right. Those shitty ass charges. Um, so Sagal made 17 recommendations and found the system failed on just about every level possible. A series of improvements to policies. And procedures and actions relating to cyberbullying, sexual violence, investigations and prosecutions was contained was contained in the report, but significantly, Segal wrote that it was reasonable of the the Crown Prosecut- prosecutor's office to conclude there was no realistic prospect that the sexual assault charges would result in conviction. And thus, the decision not to lay charges of sexual assault was understandable. Which I'm like... What? You have a picture of a young girl with her head sticking out the fucking window, okay? And a guy basically like how do you not see this as for what it is you know yeah but significantly Siegel's report found that school board officials prevented a police investigator from talking to students at her school the original school that she was at now that's like what why the police investigators made an attempt to attend to attend to, um, at the school to interview as many students as possible about the photo. This attempt was apparently thought by school authorities. Uh, Sigal found that it was important that either police or school authorities speak to the students. Sigal continued, saying some work has also been done to clarify how schools and pol- and police interact. But we were informed that there is a lot of mystique around police investigations for the school perspective. School authorities are loath to act when they are aware of an active criminal investigation because they do not want to influence the evidence or Prejud Prejudice? Prejudice. Of the mm. of the investigation. Which I'm just like <clears throat> Dude. What the fudge? You know? So the yeah. education minister Karen Cassie said one week after the report's release that each of the provi- province school boards has its own protocol when it comes to dealing with police investigations on school property. So other recommendations included that the Halleck's Regional Police and the RCMP revise their sexual assault and child abuse policies. Police should create a policy for interviewing underage victim victims of sexual assault and an and interrogate police police sex crimes unit that works more closely with the sexual assault investigation team be created. So kind of like what we have at SVU unit. Yeah. Right. So um yeah. <sighs> be created. Police and Crown Prosecutors be given specific training as soon as they are Assigned to deal with such crimes, more crown prosecutors with signifi- specific training be available. Uh, mem- Memorandum. I can't even talk about this, say it. Memorandum should be written when the crown decides there are, there are ins- insignificant grounds to lay a charge or feels there is no realistic chance of a convention convection. Can't talk today. Seagal made it clear that Parsons' complaint of sexual assault and cyber bully was mishandled. So obviously, okay, besides all this mumble jumble BS, you see that there's like, come on, shit went wrong. Uh, Granted, we get it. It's kids, it makes seem like, oh no, well, she said we could do it. Oh no, I, no, he did this wrong to me. This is wrong to me, you know? And it, it may seem like a he says, she says shit, but no, it's not. When there's a picture taken of strict evidence, that's when you're like, no, hold your horses, you know?
1: Yeah. How can you say yes or no if you're vomiting? Impossible. As simple as that. If you're throwing up outside the window, you cannot be you cannot possibly say, Oh yeah, do it. Exactly. It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense.
0: So he also goes and says that as early as one day later there were calls to implement his recommendation. But he um, uh, Housey Law Professor Wayne McKay states, "Simply making the report doesn't guarantee it happens. You need to have a number of people holding the government to account and seeing what actually what's actually done." So it's basically, I feel like he's trying to say, you know, just saying that this happened and that nothing was, you know, it, it was mishandling. Is not going to help with saying... You know, showing that there's something... There's a way to rectify... What was wrong. You know? People don't want to hear... Oh, yeah, they were wrong with doing this. It's more of... Okay, they were wrong... But what are you going to do about it now? What is the protocol for now? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um... So the reaction to everything that was being inquired... Um... Following her suicide, her mother, Leah Parson, went public with the story, and she started a memorial Facebook page called Angel. It, it, it's with her name. I just I can't say her name correctly. Um, it's it's a beautiful name. I just yeah. can't say it correctly. The blog um, of her father, Glenn Canning, also went viral. The story drew international attention and sparked outrage on the internet, with CBC reporting the, fa- the phrase, Nova Scotia was trending on Twitter worldwide. Like, wow, you know? The Canadian Prime Minister, Stephen Harper, commented on the case, saying he was sickened by the story and that the online bullying was simply criminal activity. Um, her funeral was on April 13th. And there was 500 people in attendance. Which also included Nova Scotia Premier Daryl Dexter. Who said he, he came who said he came first and foremost as a father trying to imagine what kind of incredible, unfathomable grief could be visited upon a family. There are reports that members of the hacker group Anonymous involved itself in tracing the alleged perpetrators of the incidents that Parson had suffered from. In its news release, Anonymous blamed the death on school teachers, administrators, and the police, the prosecutors, those who should have been role models in the late Parsons' life. Later, Anonymous announced it would not publicize the names of the individual it believed to be the rapist in respect to Parsons' family's wishes. So Leah Parsons had called for the case to be settled legally rather than by um, vigilantes. So Anonymous is basically, they do like a lot of vigilante stuff, but they do it where it's like, you can't get them, you know? They could do shit and no one is like, what the fuck, man? We can't even do anything to you right now, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like like trying to capture a ghost.
0: True. So with her suicide and the circumstances surrounding it have been compared to those of British Columbia Amanda Todd and with Audrey Pott, who was a 13-year-old girl from Saratoga, California, in the United States, um, and appeared to show similar characteristics. So new laws are being considered after these events. Parson has been described as a victim of sexting. After her suicide, posters appeared locally in support of the boys who allegedly attacked Parson. Which I'm like, why do we keep saying alleged? Or allegedly? They know they did what they did and they just want to hide behind the word alleged. You know? The RCMP expressed concerns that the posters might lead to vigilantism although they did not did not name the accused. On April 26, 2013, Christy Brat uh, Latchford, wrote in the National Post that a problem in the case was that one of Parson's friends claimed Parson was flirtatious on the night of the photo being taken. And seen laughing in bed with two boys, and also there was, were accounts from Parson herself and independent of evidence, including retrieved online messages that support the suggestion the sex that took place was consensual. Blatchford also wrote that the photo did not show Parson's face. In response, Parson's father, Glenn Canning, accused Blatchford of victim blaming and argued the two boys involved in taking and posing for the photograph stated that she was throwing up when she, they had sex with her. That is not called consensual sex. That is rape. Right.
1: right.
0: That is like my aha moment. Sorry. So, in August 2013, Nova Scotia, in enacted a law allowing victims of cyberbullying to seek protection, including help in identifying anonymous perpetrators and to sue the individuals or the parents in the case of a minor. The law was passed in response to Parsons' suicide. That law was quashed in 2015 by the Nova Scotia Supreme Court, who ruled the law definition of cyber belief, was too wide and infringed on charter rights and freedom of expression. A replacement law, the Intimate Images and Cyber Protection Act, was passed in 2017 and came into force in 2018. Um, so... Yeah. So, Canada media reports about criminal trials involving child pornography are subject to a publication ban. Under the criminal code, they must omit, omit um, any information that would identify any of the minors who was involved in or witnessed to a case, including the victim, or be subject to fines. So, basically, you can't say any of the miners name in any any kind of case which is okay common sense you know but i guess somebody let leaked out <laughs> so in november 2014 the halifax chronicle herd violated the ban by publishing the name and photo of Parson on its front page and online. The story was accompanied by an editor's notes stating, we've decided to publish the name of the victim in this story despite a court order ban. We believe it's in the public's interest in this unique case given the widespread recognition of her name and given the good that can come and has already come from free public debate over sexual consent and the other elements of her story. Noting that her name and the photo had been widely decimated prior to the trial, both the victim's parents and the trial judge objected to the ban. The Chronicle Herald became the subject of investigation for its actions following complaints by police although other media outlets have been investigated in Halifax for violating the ban and have not been subject to any charges. However, in December 2014, Nova Scotia's Attorney General announced that she had she was directing the Provi- province public prosecution service to pursue breaches of the publication ban in Parson's case only if the breach is derogatory of of Parson. The ban remains technically in place, but unbiased reports about the the case will not be subject to prosecution, which is why you you did not hear me say any of the the assholes name because they it was never provided to us but i do want to make sure we all remember her name um she was a lovely little girl sadly because of all this you know she took her life you know which is awful but enough of my talking what do you gotta say
1: um okay this is another uh case of... let me actually let me read the notes that i have on. Mm-hmm. my first question is and i think i know what it means but i'm going to ask you anyway um you do you know what that
0: um i had it before again I had it before. I just, I can't remember it right now, but go ahead. I know it's about police. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess I'm I'm So you were saying RCMP? Okay.
1: So I think um, RCMP means Royal Crown Military Police? Yes. But I'm not sure about the M. Okay. All right. Um I'm disgusted about um this whole case and how they missed the, like they missed so many opportunities in this case to charge minors. Yes, we understand it's minors. Granted. But no question, no questions by them, no phone searches. Um my next thing was, what the fuck is this? What what the fuck are these police officers doing? Um, the, um, I also have this young girl hung herself because the people that were supposed to help her turned their back on her, which is what I I honestly believe they just didn't want to do their their, their job. Um, the The fact of her of it being a he says she said. This is not a case of what he said, she said it's a rape crime. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like I said before, what person that is running outside the window is consenting to any sexual advances. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, the, the thing about I think the prosecute the prosecutor, I'm going to say prosecutor cause I don't remember um, new information that came. First, not coming from the internet, like a picture doesn't come from the internet, so I didn't get that. I didn't understand why they said from the internet. Well,
0: when because were, um, okay, so what happened was the person that took the picture sent it, no. it to their friends, their friends sent it to no. their friends, their friends sent it to their friends. Basically it ended up getting pro so blown into everyone's thing, it led into yeah. being put online. Okay. But the
1: original picture wasn't an online thing. I mean no. it's not like somebody took a picture of a rape and said, Oh listen, um I think a rape happened here. No. You know, so it's so, so. Um, I'm utterly disgusted at probate that, that thing about probation or conditional discharge. I've expressed that before and I'm kind of it doesn't make sense. Like what the what the F is going on here? Um one year probation for a rapist? What? None of this makes sense though. Yeah. Um and then the last thing was, why do we want to fix it after the situation happened? But we never say, "Well, listen, this this thing that happened is so egregious; we need to implement new laws, blah blah blah." But we never really charge the criminal that that case came from. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, we, let's do. Let me say this. Again. Well, let's do um, Parsons a law, Parsons act, blah, blah, blah. But we never say, well, listen, some, you know, a misjustice happened here. Let's go charge the people that actually did this kind and get that rectified. You
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: It happens all the time, and I freaking hate it. As we've been doing this for a little while now, I, I'm figuring it, like, it's becoming more and more clear to me that All the cases that we do have one or two things going on: mental illness or a complete fuck up by the police department and the justice system in general. Yeah, and I'm like, when are we going to fix this? Because it still happens today in many, many countries. So I'm like, and I'm, I'm really upset that she hung herself because of cyberbullying for rapists like when this i don't that don't make no damn sense to whatsoever like we're gonna we're basically repunishing the victim true you know what i'm saying yeah it don't yeah you know, it don't it doesn't it doesn't add up and yeah you know, it's it's that's just hard to that we that we as a as a Human race keep doing
0: this. It's so. the sad part. Yeah. Yeah. But and at the end of the day, she should have got from the beginning. Most definite, you know. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like I, with them being with the perpetrators, but with the rapists being already of age, I really think that somebody should be funny. And I'm not, like, talking about, like, ha, ha, ha. But I mean, like, funny and like, oh, well, here's the name of these people. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Just so that way they can feel what it's like to be cyber bullied, to be told, why don't you go kill yourself and get told the shit that she had to go through on a daily, you know? And
1: that the, that the lady that brought, let me, let me say this, right? The lady that had the, with and the reason why Amato got arrested, not arrested, basically was tortured. Mm-hmm. They finally. you.
0: So, yeah. You were saying about m I know that that lady is
1: actually being brought up on charges and she's like 80 now or something, 80 something. Good for her. And now they're bringing her up on charges now. So I'm like, if we could do this to her so many years later, why can't we do it in cases like these that it hasn't been that many years, you know, 2011? Mm-hmm. Even if
0: they brought him up Okay so we seem to be having a little bit of technical issues. What the hell? Yeah, your mic he's going in and out.
1: Sorry. I don't understand why. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're fine. But definitely if um like you said if we can bring charges against her and she's an old lady now, we sorry. should be able to bring charges against you know these guys who are still in their prime. You know? Sure. But with that being said, um, I definitely think that if you guys have your opinions or want to inform us on what you think, definitely send us an email at Intentions 21 at
1: gmail.com.
0: Or you can you can Instagram us at
1: Murderous underscore intentions underscore podcast. Or you can tweet us at
0: Capital M Capital I True Cry Podcast. Thanks, guys, and hope you like this crazy whirlwind of legal yeah. BS. Um, <laughs> see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.